are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, still over at Steelers camp. How's it going? It's going well, real well. Um, We had a little bit of a strange practice situations with weather and practices being moved and all this stuff, but that's more than people want to hear about. Um, Trubisky's (laughs) starting to look like the guy. So there's a little nugget for you guys. Pickens looks great. Deontay looks great. And it looks like Trubisky is really settling in and showing some promise. Yeah, that's that's good to hear. I think the last thing I saw from, I guess, national media was that uh, that Rudolph was maybe even gaining on Trubisky. And, and it was maybe kind of ugly there for a little bit, but maybe that's just talk. Early on was bad, and Rudolph was the best for the first week or so. But he's the only returning guy. He's the only one that was familiar with this offense. Pickett's gotten better, but is not in contention. It's 100% Trubisky's job, and the last four or five days have really solidified that. And frankly, I don't think it was ever in question with the coaching staff. Yeah, that makes sense. I believe since we've talked, uh, Deontay Johnson got his contract extension done. Yep. yep. Uh, got a, a pretty good deal. Both you and I had kind of speculated he could be gone potentially after this season. That won't happen now. So he's there to stay. That's probably not great news for either of the other two guys, but they've always, the Steelers have always had multiple uh, receivers, uh, you know, serve as quality fantasy assets. So mm-hmm. um, you, you would think at least one of Pickens or Claypool could establish themselves as, as a weekly fantasy starter. And sounds like you're still liking what you see from the rookie. I love what I see from the rookie and Austin as well. There's Calvin Austin third. It looks really good. Anthony Miller looks really good. I actually threw this out there on the air and I'm not trying to make waves and I don't know anything, but if Dallas or Green Bay or somebody like that called the Steelers for Chase Claypool, I would listen. Interesting. Interesting. I like it. I I, I like uh, it. It does. He feels like one of those guys who maybe needs a fresh start. Uh, after some of the off-field stuff, and um, yeah, yeah. It, that would, I mean, if that I were would be good. Team, would, I'd be interested. I think that would be good for his for his dynasty value. Yeah, well, we're going to keep the, we're going to keep that wide receiver conversation going today because today we're talking dynasty sells. The past two or three weeks, we've been talking about players to buy if you were contending, if you were rebuilding, and that productive struggle uh, situation. But if you're buying, you got to be selling, right? You can't always trade future draft picks. You're, we're looking at some players that you might want to move off from, move off of before the season actually kicks off. And I think when people think about that situation, they think about a rebuilding dynasty team. Get rid of your veterans. Uh, we have always, Matt, for, for years preached on this show, if you're selling veterans, do it in season because that's when they really carry the value. That's when you're going to get more for them in trade. And obviously we're not not to that point yet, but I think we're getting close, close enough that uh, if, if you've got one of those obvious 
sells, one of those aging veterans on your team, you could probably start shopping him around and, and, and seeing what you can get. But I don't think that's the only situation you have to look at as possible sells. Even if you've got a, a contending team, you might simply have a player on your roster that you just don't believe in. The value, mm. the ADP has it has grown so much that you look at that player and think this might be the most he's ever worth. And if that's the case, those are players that we should at least consider moving off of and, and trading. I've got a couple of those guys on my list along with the veterans that, uh, that everybody probably expects. We'll, we'll start with those guys. Um, Cooper cup has to be at the top of the list here. Sure. Uh, he is the wide receiver for Matt in our current dynasty ADP. That is August ADP from DLF. Not up on the site yet. It will be there soon though. Cooper cup wide receiver four just turned 29 years old. And of course we, I think I think everybody pretty much expects another big season. Maybe some concerns about Matthew Stafford's uh, elbow and and that situation. But in general, we're looking at Cooper Cup for another big year. This is not a this is not going to be your last chance to sell Cooper Cup. No, no, not at all. I mean, I, I think there's a handful of these guys that are redraft going in the first round, second round that are. Up in age, a lot of them fit the same profile. How much longer can you get elite production out of them? And Cup, unlike a couple of the others, Tyreeks, I mean, guys like that, has only been a one-year elite producer. Um, I did notice, I saw some of the Vegas odds, you know, he's the leader in the clubhouse. His over-under catch total is the highest. I get all that. I just don't know that he's Jerry Rice, though. You know, Randy Moss, like, is he a special, special all-time great? No, that's how I feel as well. And and we don't want to sell him short by any means, because I feel like everything combined, the stats, the, the, the Super Bowl and, and everything put together. I think Cooper Cup had the best wide receiver season. Uh, the, the best season from any wide receiver ever last year. I also think that means there's basically no chance he can repeat that, uh, put up those same types of numbers, have that same type of success. Of course, the Rams bring in Allen Robinson. I think Robinson is is better than any other competition that Cup had uh, mm-hmm. last year. You know, Woods and and Odell for much of the season. Um, so potentially look at Robinson as taking some of the some of that. Uh, production away i just i'm not I, sure, I don't sure see any way. doesn't end up back there either yeah that's certainly still a possibility yeah. for sure especially with uh you know van jefferson banged up uh, and, and maybe that doesn't overlap because uh, obj not ready himself to play but uh definitely an, an option i did pull some trades here from the trade finder over at dynasty league football and uh, we'll talk about four veterans, and you know, if you've li- listened to this show, you probably can already name these guys yourself because they, they all kind of fit the same mold. Uh, before we move over to some of the younger players, but I have to say, on on almost all of these trades, I was a little disappointed with the return that you, that you might be getting for the the stud veteran wide receiver. So, real, while real I would. Quick, I assume you think that if you traded these guys in week three or four, the return would go up. 
Yeah, and and that's exactly what I was going to say. I, oh, okay. I don't think this is not your last chance, as I said, to sell Cooper Cup. And um, I think you always have to be proactive in the trade market, especially if you do have one of those rebuilding teams or, or even if you just want to get out at the high point for Cooper Cup or players like him. For me, the ideal trade is is pivoting from Cup to uh, – to a younger wide receiver in that same range. You know, maybe it's Debo Samuel where you're gaining two and a half years. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. one of the really young guys, T Higgins, Jalen Waddle, AJ Brown, all of those players ranked in the same range. Those are the types of trades that I would be looking to do again, though, based on what I'm seeing, those are mostly not happening. So Mm -hmm. uh, I do have some examples here. Uh, We've got Cooper cup and Chuba Hubbard. For Derrick Henry and Jamison Crowder. So uh, uh, Hubbard, Crowder, yeah, Hubbard and Crowder essentially are uh, are just throw-ins here. This is basically Cup for Derrick Henry, and I want Cooper Cup in a landslide here. Yeah, I'm not making that deal at all. I, I can't imagine what my team would look like that I would want to make that trade. Cooper Cup for Justin Fields in a super flex league. So you're getting the young player. You're getting wow. the... Uh, quarterback, which is always uh, always tough to acquire. I, I like this one a little bit more, but I'm not 100% sold here either. I understand it. I mean, Fields and Superflex the next dozen years could be wonderful. Or they may win two games and draft you know Bryce Young in the first round, and then he's scrambling for a job. So I think I'm keeping the bird in the hand there with Cup. I'm I'm going to take the field side of that one. I, I okay. think I believe in the player enough and, and definitely tough to get quarterbacks in that format. I'm going with fields there. Uh, last one I think is the, the closest, and, and this is maybe what you can try to aim for. Cooper Cup and a third rounder for Joe Mixon, Paris Campbell, and a first round rookie pick. We know how hard those first rounders are. Mm-hmm. Let's say the third and Paris Campbell are pretty close. So you're getting Mixon and a first for That's what Cup. I'm too. What do you think? And both teams are probably contenders. You know, this isn't a yep. one rebuild, one old guy situation. You said you haven't found many of those. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, because I think, boy, I have a bunch of receivers, but my my running backs aren't ideal. I swap him for Mixon. I stay very competitive. And, oh, by the way, there's a first-round pick in my back pocket. Yeah, I think I want the, the first-round side. Yeah, that doesn't hurt either. Right, um, right. So, Cooper Cup, first player that, again, not, not a must-sell by any means. But check, check the landscape, and especially if you can pivot to one of those younger receivers. We like to say buyback years. If you can get what we think would be similar production over the next couple of years and get younger at the same time, those are the types of trades we really want to do. Don't force it, though. If you have to keep Cup on your roster, keep some of these other guys we'll talk about in a few minutes. That is definitely not a bad thing. We'll get to the rest of those players. Uh, one quick right question for break. you on Cup. I mean, if you were to yep. go Cup, if someone said, hey, I'll give you DK Metcalf for Cup, what more do you need with Metcalf? Um, at least a second, right? Yeah, yeah, at least a second, and that one's team dependent. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if I if I do have that rebuilding team where I feel like I feel like Cooper Cup might be my only real piece of uh, of value, 
I know he he might win me some games on my own, and uh, yeah. That's that's not necessarily on his own, and that's not necessarily a good thing. So I would be in that situation a little more desperate to get him off my roster. Um, but if I'm if I'm a contender, if I'm a playoff team, even if I'm kind of middle of the pack, I'm going to see how things go and see if I can aim a little higher once the season gets started. Okay. We will talk about a few other veteran wide receivers to consider selling before the season starts right after this break. Hey, everyone. Let me tell you about the newest thing from our buddies at Built Bar, the Coconut Brownie Chunk Puff. From the same people that invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Our buddies over at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right, Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow-covered, 100% real chocolate. I love their chocolate. And it's fluffy, like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They're good for you. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, all very delicious. Coconut Brownie Chunk Puffs are the only here for a limited time. So go to Built.com now and make sure you do not miss out. They're going fast because they're pretty amazing. Uh, all Built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. But the best part about Built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing and you can enjoy them guilt-free because they are actually good for you. They are the perfect treat, perfect when you're getting a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or if you need a quick, healthy snack, they are also an excellent source of protein, as always. Uh, Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallows. Stop fantasizing. Go to Built.com right now to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to built.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, all one one word here, LOCKED15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. We are back. We're talking wide receiver sells today. These are players that you want to consider getting off your roster before the season officially kicks off in a few weeks. We talked about Cooper Cup before the break we're going to talk about three other veteran wide receivers kind of in that same tier of value that you may want to consider selling. And as I said earlier, if you're an experienced dynasty player, you can probably name these guys already. The next one is Devonte Adams, newly of the Las Vegas Raiders. He's the wide receiver 10 in our current ADP, 29 and a half years old. And of course, age plays a big part with all of these guys, Matt. We just don't look at 29 uh, 28, 29-year-old players and expect them to gain value. So if the assumption is over the next year, this guy's going to lose value, let's see what our options are. Can we pivot from a guy like Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup? Let's talk about Adams specifically in that Raiders offense. We haven't done that lately. What are you projecting for Devontae? I can't imagine a scenario where he hasn't noticeably dropped in dynasty value one year from now. I mean, because, yeah. of course, he's going to be a one-year older. Is he going to have a better year than he did in Green Bay or a better stretch than he had with Rodgers? I can't believe that. I think he'll do fine. But, like, I'm looking at my redraft ranks. I mean, I would rather have C.D. Lamb this year or Stephon Diggs. 
Um, he's not a top five receiver for me this year. And one thing that worries me about Adams, well, two things, is a, a more production in Green Bay than people might realize came was a slot receiver for the Packers. You know, highly mm. um, efficient targets out of the slot. He's not going to run anything from the slot with Renfro. And just looking at Josh McDaniels and his history with Welker and Amendola and Edelman, I think Renfro might catch 100 balls too. So I'm sure Adams won't be bad as a Raider. I just don't think he's going to be a dominant fantasy player anymore. Yeah, I, I agree. It's just tough to see an upgrade for him statistically. He has lost value as a result of that already, and I think that value drop will continue. I, I do expect a strong year from from Adams, but mm-hmm. not like what we've seen in the past during his time with Green Bay. A couple of quick Devontae Adams trades. Similar story with, with the cup deals. Not quite as much as I thought you might get. Devontae Adams and a fourth rounder for Kateriot. I'm sorry, Kadarius Tony and a first. Uh, Devontae Adams, even up for Chris Godwin. And this is probably probably my favorite. Of course, it involves my guy, Juju Smith-Schuster. Devontae Adams for Juju and Amon Ross St. Brown. You get a couple of pieces there. You get younger. Uh, I, like, I like both of those trades that involve multiple pieces. I don't think I would do Adams for Godwin even up right now, though. I agree with everything you just said. I'm warming up to Juju as a chief, but maybe that's a conversation for a different day. Um, I was thinking, and this goes back to Cup, too, what if I could get Elijah Moore and Kadarius Tony for one of these guys? I mean, that's the kind of deal I'd be interested in. Well, honestly, I'm super high on Elijah Moore. Love, Me too. Uh, love Me the too. player. Love what we've heard about him so far early in camp. Uh, and if I'm moving any of these guys, veterans or really even the young guys that we'll talk about later uh elijah moore is going to be my target in that type of deal stefan diggs wide receiver eight 28 and a half years old some trade some recent trades with diggs uh stefan diggs for george pickens and a first rounder have you seen enough from pickens to make that kind of deal i've seen enough from pickens yes However, I don't think... We're going to mention Tyreek Hill here in a minute, as I'm sure people could have predicted. Diggs is the one I'm least apt to move of those four, though. I think he I was holds up say, the stress of time. I was going to say the same thing. So he's, really? Diggs is young, younger than Adams and Cup. Um, you look at all these other players. Of course, Tyreek and Devontae Adams have changed teams this offseason. Cooper Cup. Uh, the Rams bring in Allen Robinson. They've also got hopefully minor questions about Matthew Stafford for Stefan Diggs. It seems to be all systems go like continuity. Well, to be fair, they, they did, they did lose their offensive coordinator, but uh, there doesn't seem to be much concern about that. I mean, it it feels like uh, they're going to try to continue the offense, uh, continue to carry the offense just as they have the past couple of seasons. So I'm with you. I don't know if I'm pulling the trigger on the Pickens deal, but I'm, uh, I like your confidence there. What about this one? This is almost uh, trying to move up, in, at least in ADP. Stefan Diggs and a first-rounder for C.D. Lamb and a second-rounder. I'm cool with that. Um, I think Lamb is a, is a whale. I mean, is a monster right now. I'm just, if that name was Adams or Tyreek or even Cup instead of Diggs, and that goes for the Pickens trade too, 
I would be very quick to pull the trigger. Diggs isn't a must-sell for me by any stretch. I know none of these guys are must-sells, but I'm real happy to hold him for three years, especially with Josh Allen. Last veteran we want to talk about here is the name we've already mentioned, Tyreek Hill. Gets traded to the Dolphins, so kind of similar, I think, to Adams. Uh, what we expect to be a uh, a lesser offense. You get the the downgrade at quarterback, certainly. Can't argue that piece. Uh, and I don't know. It may probably the best wide receiver he's ever been paired with. I know Tyreek can uh, can yeah. dealt with Kelsey, competed with Kelsey for all those years. But as far as another wide receiver, Jalen Waddle will give him some tough competition. Tyreek's the wide receiver, 14, 28, uh, just turned 28 years old. We've seen him lose some value as a result of this trade as well. Tyreek Hill for Terry McLaurin and Josh Jacobs. I'd rather, McLaurin, than, I'd rather McLaurin than Hill. Oh, wow. Okay, what about... Hill, what about, I love McLaurin. Uh, Hill, to me, is the least valuable of these four. And he's well, someone that, that's I'd be pretty our, anxious to get off my roster. That's what our ADP says as well, and, and as if the trade wasn't bad enough, there have been some reports that part of that trade, uh, w- or part of the reason for that trade, was uh, the Chiefs' belief that maybe Tyreek Hill has, has lost a step, and certainly mm-hmm. speed is his game, and, and if that's the case, um, we, we can expect an overall downgrade, not only because of uh, his quarterback or his offense, but... Uh, because of his skill set as well. I'm with you. He would be the one I would be most aggressively moving. The other trade I saw that I liked with Tyreek was uh, Hill and a fourth rounder for Rashad Bateman and a third rounder. So you're upgrading the draft pick, you know, a minor draft pick. Sure. And you're certainly buying some years there. Uh, I think I would consider that one. Bateman, a guy that's gaining value, Tyreek Hill losing value. Matt, when we come back, we'll talk about three other players to consider trading before the season starts. Hey, everyone. Let me tell you about Dave. And for those of you that follow my work, I mean, I I left ESPN well over 10 years ago. And since then, my income would say is inconsistent. You never know when some checks are coming from some companies I've worked for or when they're going to clear or some of them are they going to come at all or what the next gig is. So everyone throughout their life, or I'm sure a very high percentage of you, have been in some kind of situation in your lives where you're you're just a little tight on cash or maybe you could only afford to put a few gallons in your tank. Don't even get me started on gas prices right now. Or, you know, you, you're wondering if you can afford a gift for your friend or whatever, or your kids or the bills or whatever. But that's where Dave's can, Dave can help. I mean, if you're living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet, it can be really stressful when unexpected, unexpected expenses pop up. And who knows in today's world? Uh, now Dave can get you out of a pinch when you really need it. In hindsight's 2020, and you can't change the past, but what if you could get a little help from your future self? You know, maybe you could, you'd ask to borrow a little cash. And again, now you can with Dave, which is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. That's more money than to fill your tank or buy that gift or catch up on your bills. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. There's no interest and no credit card, no credit check needed. 
millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need. So if you're you're in a pinch and you need some extra help, download Dave and think of it as a a helpful hand from future you. So here's what you do. Uh, Download the Dave app, D-A-V-E, at the App Store right now. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve, member FDIC. And our, our promo code is LOCKEDNFL. So again, go check out the Dave app immediately. Thanks so much. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen today. Now make Locked On Fantasy Football your second listen. Find the intellectual fantasy expert, Vinny Iyer, who brings over 20 years of NFL expertise and a unique angle to give you the moves no one else has. Get ready for your fantasy draft with Locked On Fantasy Football. Matt, as I said at the top of the show, I think most of the players, when we're when we're talking about sales this time of season, um, we mostly think of those veterans. Maybe when we want to get off of our roster in a rebuilding situation, but I found some younger wide receivers that I think might have reached peak value, or at least there's potential for them to uh, top out their value here in the off season before the 2022 season begins. So I've, I've got a couple names. Maybe you have some guys you're thinking of. Darnell Mooney's the first one. Currently the Bears wide receiver one. You talked about some of the questions with Justin Fields and really that entire offense. I like Mooney as a player. Uh, I don't think of him as a wide receiver one type of guy. Um, if he's the best wide receiver on your NFL team, that's probably not a good thing. That's kind of the way I view it. Um, Mooney is the wide receiver 31 currently in our dynasty ADP, just 24 years old. So certainly not an age concern here, but I think there is worry about the offense. There's a worry about eventually, maybe as soon as next season that this bears team brings in a legit wide receiver one and, and Mooney gets knocked down a peg. What do you think about Darnell Mooney? Agree on 1000% with everything you just said. I mean, I think there's a real good chance that the first receiver off the board is a bear next year or the best free agent. They have so much cap space. And I will bet right now that Mooney is not their number one receiver a year from now. He's a piece. He's not the guy. Like some of these other players, I do think uh, Mooney's he's in a good spot to succeed in that he's going to be the top target for his team. This is not a player that... You have to get off your roster before week one, but definitely start shopping. That's what I would do. Darnell Mooney in a first rounder for J.K. Dobbins in a second. It's tough to move those first rounders. In a normal year, yeah, in a normal year, I I like the deal with this class that we love so much coming up in 2023. I'm probably not doing that one, but this one, Matt, I love. Darnell Mooney and Isaiah Spiller for Michael Pittman and D.J. Chark. Wow. I think Chark's a nice buy right now, but I would do it without him. I would as well. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Mooney and Spiller for Pittman uh, alone would be enough for me to say yes. So I love the Pittman side of that one. Um, I don't think it's No, I I don't think so either. Mooney for for Damian Harris. I don't love that one so much. What about you? No, I, I really don't want anything to do with Damian Harris. I don't think he's long for this world, to be honest with you. 
One of the hot topics of the fantasy and, and dynasty community this offseason has been Gabriel Davis. We actually have not talked about him much on here. Uh, young player, still just 23 years old, a couple years in the league, and obviously a, a part of one of the best offenses in the league. Kind of teased us this time a year ago. We thought he might have that breakout year uh, throughout the 2021 season. They bring in a couple veterans, uh, Sanders and uh, and Cole Beasley, and it didn't really happen for Gabriel Davis, at least until late in the season, and, and kind of showed us what he can do in the playoffs. And as a result of that, his value has uh, skyrocketed. He's wide receiver 33 in our Dynasty ADP right now. I think he's actually even more expensive than that in redraft and and these best ball leagues if you're doing any underdog drafts you probably see him coming off the board in the fourth round so anytime you see a a player a young player with more uh, redraft value than dynasty value somebody's going to be wrong there right like we're either we're either too low on on davis or the redraft community is too high on him which one do you think it is see i have him pretty low in redraft and my bias against Davis, and trust me, I realize fantasy and the real world are very different, and you know, scoring's all that matters, and his situation's wonderful. I don't think he's a great player, though. You know, like I, mm. I think he has holes in his game, and I have a really hard time. And maybe that's one of my blind spots in dynasty with like my scouting background is if I don't believe in the player to be worth his ADP just in the NFL world, I rarely invest in those guys. Well, that that seems like a uh, a positive thing for me. I wish <laughs> I wish we all uh, had that ability because that that makes sense. You can kind of avoid. You know, obviously, mm-hmm. you're not right on every guy. Uh, no, course, no one right. is, but but you can uh, you see the game a little bit differently. Matt, last player I want to ask you about is actually a rookie. We haven't seen him in a real NFL game yet, but uh, the the early reports have not been good. Of course, it's Traylon Burks. He's the wide receiver 24, and I would say of all of these players that we've talked about, including uh, the elite Veterans Cup and, and, and Tyreek and these guys, the return for Burks, I, I think, was most in line with his ADP, just 22 years old. Uh, I saw a trade of Burks for uh, Tyler Lockett and a, and a first-rounder next year. I would do that mm-hmm. one. Uh, I saw... Burks, along with Romeo Dubs, of course, another one of the stories of the early part of training camp. Those two packaged together for Drake London. I like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, and this one I'm not quite sold on. Burks for Ryan Tannehill in a super flex league. Don't think I would do that one. But I would not. Are you worried uh, enough about Traylon Burks to to dump him before we even see him in an NFL game? See, I think the worry about the player, asthma, can't finish a practice, went way overboard. And apparently he's lost five to seven pounds since minicamp, and he's moving around great, and he looks good. I just think the Titans, maybe as soon as next year, could be a totally fantasy wasteland. Like, I don't think Tannehill will be their starter. He's too expensive. I don't think Willis will be ready. I think the offensive line is really crumbling. I don't count on Woods to still be a factor a year from now, or Henry for that matter. Like I think that could be a disaster mm. offense. 
That's actually a really good point. Not not a stretch with Tannehill. Uh, lots of speculation that this could be his final year as the Titans starter. But Woods, uh, Derrick Henry, those both make sense. So if we're talking about a new running back, a new uh, a new quarterback, and, and questions at the wide receiver depth chart, you're right. That might be a situation to avoid. Uh, of course, the I'm with you, by the way, on the, the asthma reports and everything that we got from you know, May and, and early June, but uh, the the latest news is not so great either that Burks is running with the third team and yeah. doesn't know the doesn't know the routes, doesn't know the playbook. Those those are not good signs and it's not a, you know, it's not end all be all situation for for this rookie. We're not giving up on him already necessarily, but you've got to kind of take everything into account. And uh, certainly nothing good for Traylon Burks. If you can get a first rounder and a veteran like Lockett, if you can package a couple rookies together and get an upgrade to a guy like London, those are deals I would be making right now. Yeah. I got two quick names, Ryan. Two super quick names that we don't spend hardly any time on at all. Both of them fit the exact same mold. They're in a great situation this year. They're tremendous careers. You're not going to get as much as you want out of them. But Reception Perception has told us over the last year or two that Keenan Allen and Mike Evans are declining players. And Mm. I I think you cash out now if you can. And both might have tremendous years. I mean, for them to decline doesn't mean that they're junk. But the end is near, I think, for both those guys. Yeah, it makes sense, again, especially if you're on that uh, that rebuilding team that mm-hmm. is not going to contend this year. Mike Evans is the wide receiver 20, uh, Keenan Allen wide receiver 25, so certainly both still carry some value. You're not getting a 23 first rounder for those guys, but right. maybe aim a little lower. Maybe you even take on, take a chance on a guy like Trey Lundberg's, uh, someone like that, Chris Alave. If I could get Alave for either one of those guys, I would do that. Uh, in that Tony situation, maybe, or, you know. Yep. 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 That will do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL. And I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.